Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, April 5th, 2019. And it is a crazy and wonderful day in upstate New York. There is snow in the forecast. Not unheard of. There's been snow on Mother's Day, so people should not be complaining. It is what it is. I will admit, I'm okay if it doesn't snow. As I watch all the dust fly in the lawn, I am so looking forward to raking, and some of my neighbors have already been out raking. But this chickie's not raking until I know the plow isn't going to come by and throw more sand there. I'm just, I don't want to do twice the work. <laughs> I'm that lazy. Uh, and as I say that, I'm like thankful I can go out and rake the lawn. I'm thinking of my buddy Patrick, and he was in a car accident at St. Patrick's Day, and... You know what? He probably wishes he could get out and rake his lawn. So, you know, it's all in perspective, right? But I still only want to rake it once, not twice. But it is a Faith-Filled Friday, one of my favorite episodes of the week. I'm even thinking about adding another, definitely more faith-based message because I'm finding these ones really inspire me to get on the podcast. Um... So, but for today, a faith-filled Friday, we are continuing through Psalm 23. So I'm going to give you a minute to grab your Bible, open up to Psalm 23. If you're driving or doing your hair, doing the dishes, getting ready for work, whatever it is you're doing, don't worry, I'm going to read it to you. And we've been reading it from different versions. And today I'm going to be reading from the New American Standard Bible. And I think that to hear the Word of God in different versions and translations opens our minds and truly helps us understand the Bible better. So this week, we're, I'm going to be reading to you from the New American Standard Bible. But whatever version or translation you're using, open it up, follow along, you know, make a note. And yes, you can write in your Bible. <gasps> Gasp. I know, I said it. And, you know, make a note, because sometimes when I listen in a different version and I hear it read, and I'm looking at whatever I have in my lap, I'm like, oh, I love that word. And I'll write it above or in this notes, you know, underline it in the text and then write the other word and what version it was from or translation on the sidelines, because that one spoke to my heart more. So I'm going to give you a minute. Um... And while others are getting their Bibles, just take a minute and let the music just encourage you. And I will be back. And I look forward to uh, sharing Psalm 23. And this week, we are up to 2B. Yes, it's four weeks and we're only on verse 2. I've told you we are going to dissect Psalm 23 and truly embrace it. And really just... Next time you hear this Psalm 23 at a funeral, at a celebration of life, at a wedding, I want you to truly understand the power within this tiny, tiny Psalm. This is Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. Don't go away. We're going to have a faith-filled Friday. The Newsboys. Lead me to the cross. What a great way to transition in. Psalm 23. The Lord. The Psalmist Shepherd. A Psalm of David. A reading from the New American Standard Bible. NASB is the abbreviation. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23. exciting stuff in this little chunk that we're going to look at today. And you're saying, what? Verse 2b, all it says is he leads me beside quiet waters. What is that? One, two, he leads me beside quiet waters. Six words. How much could six words hold? First and foremost, the word of God never goes out void. And second of all, there is such goodness, goodness, goodness in here. There are so many nuggets of hope and truth and learning in these six words. In the first three, he, capital H, he, is God. Okay? He leads, leads me. Let's just focus on those three words for a minute. He leads me. It doesn't say he will lead me if. It doesn't have any condition. It says he leads me. God leads me. And that is such a blessing. But of course, you know, if somebody's leading us, you know, they're providing that route in which to take. They're um, modeling what we should do. They're clearing that path. And in some instances, um, they're setting the example and saying, come on, I'm going to lead you. And this is all you have to do. And that's so cool, right? God leads me. God leads you. Read that little portion. If you're looking in your version of Psalm 23, regardless of how it says, just read 2B. First, just the beginning. He leads me. Say that. He leads me. Now, change he to God. Say, God leads me. Say it again. God leads me. But here's the trick. Or not trick. I don't, that's not a good word. Um, we need to follow. It's, I guess, God will lead, but we need to follow. Right? God will lead us, but we need to follow him. And that's a fact. 
He's going to lead us, but we need to be willing to follow him. And, I mean, it's not a secret. I mean, it's all throughout the Bible, so it's not a secret, but that's, it's that easy. God leads, we follow. And Isaiah 30, 21, this is such a fun verse. Um, I'm going to write it down. As always, I will put all of the scripture verses in the notes or in the description of this podcast so that if you want to go back and look up any of these scripture verses, you can. Isaiah 30, 21. Isaiah 30, 21. Whether you turn to the left or to the right, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. God's leading. Isaiah 30, 20, chapter 30, verse 21. Whether you turn to the left or to the right, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. God leads us. Another one from Isaiah. Isaiah, I know, I, I think it's probably one of my favorite Old Testament books in the sense of your faith journey. I don't know why. This is my personal favorite. Isaiah 58, 11. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden like a spring whose waters never fail. And this is where water, and they say, the Bible says that Jesus is the living water, right? There's a lot of water references, and Jesus is the living water. You know, he provides us that nourishment. Isaiah 58, 11. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Verse 2, B says, He leads me beside quiet waters. God's going to lead when we follow. And he's going to lead us beside quiet waters. A, a tidbit about the sheep. Sheep are like humans. The majority of their body is made up of water and they need water. And when they don't have water, oh, here I have my notes. Um, here's a quote from uh, A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23 by Philip Keller. Page 50. Quote, this dehydration of the tissues can result in serious damage to them. It can also mean that the animal becomes weak and impoverished. Scripture points out to us clearly that the human personality, the human soul, has a capacity and need for the water of the spirit of the eternal God. When sheep are thirsty, they become restless and set out in search of water to satisfy their thirst. If not led to good water supplies of clean, pure water, they will often end up drinking from the polluted potholes where they pick up such internal parasites and nematoids, liver flukes, and other disease germs. And it is 
And in precisely the same manner, Christ, our Good Shepherd, made it clear that thirsty souls of men and women can only be fully satisfied when their capacity and thirst for spiritual life is fully quenched from drawing on himself. End quote. Just like the sheep, we need the water. So when David's out with all the sheep, if they didn't require a lot of water because their bodies were made mostly of water, but when, they're, when they would start to run low on water, if they were to get dehydrated, they'd get restless and cranky. And that's when you might have the sheep wandering off because they go off looking for water. Us as humans are the same way. Without Jesus, without the living water, we get restless. And, you know, sheep are going to go to those polluted potholes. You know what? We go to polluted potholes when we're searching, whether it be psychics, mediums, um, a drug, alcohol, which is also a drug, but people say them separately, drug, alcohol, and whatever your vice is that's not God. People go there because they're truly hungry for God. But instead of leaning on God, you know, they lean on that crutch, that replacement that will never fill the void. And I like how um, Philip Keller calls them parasites. And they really are parasites because they get into your body and they eat at your soul. And you might appear to be perfectly healthy and have it all together. Yet you're still searching and you're still hungry. You're still craving that living water. Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled, they shall be satisfied. That was Matthew 5, 6. <clears throat> when we call out to God to be filled with his holy water, he fills us. Psalm 23, 2b says, He leads me beside quiet waters. God will lead us there if we let him lead and we follow him. He's going to quiet the waters. It's not going to be a storm. It's going to be a quiet water, a place of rest and relaxation and security and provision. He'll lead us there. All we need to do is follow. And trust me, I understand that that is so much easier said than done. It is so much easier to drink from the muddy mud puddle that's right next to you than trucking through life to those quiet waters. Yet sometimes it's in that journey to the quiet water, following God, following his lead, that one, we get to know ourselves. Two, we, we start to really understand others around us. And three, our relationship with God is strengthened, renewed, or maybe 
brand new, regardless of where you are in this walk in life. And here on Living with Lisa, Keeping It Real, on Fridays, my Faith-Filled Friday message has become one of my favorites. It is a way to use the gifts that God's given me to encourage you. And, you know, I had someone give me such a big compliment and that although they weren't religious, which I don't really want to be known as being religious. I want to be known as being faithful, but they're not religious. They learn something and they listen to the Faith-Filled Friday message because they are learning nuggets of truth and they were born and raised going to church every week. And that's not because of me or anything I've done. That is a God thing. And I am so thankful that God uses me to touch people's hearts. So far for Psalm 23, we've done the first two verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Do you know that God is your shepherd? He will love you. He will care for you. He will provide for you. We, we, don't, we need not want. God will give us everything we need. And sometimes in today's society, it's hard to decipher our needs versus our wants. The next time you're sitting in the staff room, in the break room, standing in line at the grocery store, oh my gosh, walking through the grocery store, going down the cereal aisle or the toy aisle, listen to the conversations of adults and children. I need blah, 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 fill in the blank. And then start to catch yourself when you say, I need. And start asking yourself, is that a need or is that a want? I had a fabulous conversation this week. Um, some of my closest friends, a few of them, uh, we went to dinner on Wednesday on the 25th anniversary of my sister's kidnapping. And that's something I don't normally do. Usually I take the day off, I stay home. Instead, I went to work and then to dinner with friends. And I have to tell you, it was so much fun. And that was a need. I needed that socialization. I needed that encouragement. I needed that love. I didn't necessarily want it. That's the honest truth. I said yes because they really wanted to do it and they canceled plans to make it happen. I'm like, how can I not go? I don't want to. Yet, I needed it. So sometimes the things we need, we might not necessarily want. Yet, once we receive them, we understand the blessing. You know, and I thanked God for that evening. I thanked God for good friends and for family and it was a need I didn't even understand I had. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. God made me lay down, lay down in that green pasture of hope and kindness and friendship. 
and I needed it and God knew I needed it because he leads me beside the quiet waters I let God lead through my friends God's at work in your life regardless of where you are it's looking through different lenses God uses the people in your life in your circle of influence the people that you'll run into you know the person in front of you at the coffee shop buys your coffee and muffin that's not by chance God knew you needed that blessing that moment and of course paying it forward is always nice but sometimes you're not in the position to pay it forward you're in the position of receiving and all you need to do is say thank you Jesus I received this blessing please bless the person that blessed me abundantly above and beyond anything that I can do and that's you know so that's you know my tidbit on Psalm 23 let God lead you God tells us don't turn to mediums or seek out spiritists for you will be defiled by them it says I am the Lord your God Leviticus 19:31 some of you listening will be tempted to go and I did once and they even started in Jesus name and that's where I thought it was good yet it's not and fall on your knees to Jesus and he will talk to you and he will fill those gaps he will give you peace he will heal you and God when we let him lead us and we follow he will guide our feet into the path of peace and isn't that where we want to be pretty cool stuff I told you six words a lot of goodness there this is Lisa living with Lisa keeping it real this is a faith-filled Friday and we're journeying through Psalm 23 we're now through the first two verses to keep journeying through the Psalm 23 join me next Friday April 12th 2019 and we're gonna look at the very first nugget of truth in Psalm 23 verse 3 we're taking it slow and steady folks because there's a lot there and at the beginning you were thinking six words there's not that much there but what have you learned? How will you let God lead you? What will it take for you to follow him and follow his lead? And are you courageous enough to let him lead you to the quiet waters, the living water of Jesus and rest? Or be encouraged? or be healed whatever that might be you can do it have a great weekend everybody and if you're enjoying the podcast hit the favorite button or the follow button depending on what podcast you're listening to 
And if you find this encouraging, share it with your friends and family. Let them be encouraged also. And as always, I love to hear from you, whether it's a private message on Facebook, on my website. My website's lisambusky.com. There's a contact me page. There's a podcast page. You can find me on Facebook, Living with Lisa, Keeping It Real. And you can also email me at livingwithlisa.keepingitreal at gmail.com. Have a fabulous weekend. And remember, the Lord is our shepherd. Later, everybody.